Hi guys, it's Anna from Two Girls Talking. It's summer and we are taking some time off. It has been a very long, difficult year. So we're going to take some time hanging with our friends and family. But don't worry, we are still talking and we have some great conversations coming up this fall. We're going to be tackling some new topics, exciting topics, and some hard topics too. But we cannot wait to share our conversations with you. So we've chosen some of our favorite podcasts, and we're going to ask you to listen to them again. And if you miss them the first go around, be sure to catch them this time. We'll talk to you guys again in September. Two girls talking. You know what that means. It's time to talk. What's going on in the world? How about your business? How about your life? Let's talk it out. Two girls talking. Hey everyone, it's Ashley. And it's Anna. And I'm really excited about today because joining us today is Nui Lehner, a communication expert who has worked with a number of corporations around the globe. And we're going to get to that in a second. But today we're going to talk to her about resiliency and the lessons that she has learned to become resilient. And unlike a lot of our guests, Ashley and I have never met Nui. And I, I actually read an article that she wrote at a, uh, for LinkedIn. And she has been laid off three times in her career. And the article was all about how she reacted differently to each one and how she grew and the lessons she learned. So welcome, Nui. Um, we're really excited to have you. Yay, oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I'm so excited to be here. Well, your article really spoke to me personally, because at the beginning of this pandemic, my husband actually lost his job. He was laid off and it was the second time in his career. And you have been laid off three times, three. That's got to be a shock. People go through their careers, never getting laid off. So tell us a little bit about each time and how you reacted to each of them. Yes, definitely. I mean, to your point, you never hope to be laid off and then to be laid off three times. And I know people have been laid off even more, actually. But you, you start uh, reflecting on your luck or lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But no, I don't see it as bad luck at all. Um, just different experiences throughout my career. And yeah, so the first two times that I was laid off happened early on in my career. Okay. And the first one took place when I was working for a global PR agency in San Francisco. And at that time, we were going through um, what was called the dot-com bust. Yeah. A lot of tech startups went under. So many agencies lost business uh, who were supporting the tech biz- the tech Silicon Valley. Um, so at that time, the agency I worked for had gone through multiple rounds of layoffs. So by the time they got to me, I was honestly, just in survival mode. And when I was made redundant, I was probably partially in denial, but also relieved at the same time, because I was so tired from trying to survive and trying to make the next round. Um, But what I didn't realize is the immense toll that it took on me to see your colleagues and your friends walked out the door to see rounds and rounds of that and to keep working at the pace that you had to work to keep whatever little business there still was, right? Mm. Um, So Mm. with that, I went home right after that. Um, Actually, I worked a few more hours going, I'm strong, I can do this. 
it's okay. But then I went home and I completely collapsed in bed with the worst migraine of my life. And Mm. I couldn't get out of bed for 24 hours. I was that drained, that mentally and physically drained that I just couldn't move. And And it was my first layoff. So you wonder, you start questioning why, why did I put all this time into the company, my commitment, the hours, why me, et cetera. Right. Did you, did you blame yourself? No, I don't, I don't, I did not blame myself because I knew I had worked so hard and I'd seen so many people go through rounds before me that I just knew it was where the business was going and they had to survive themselves, right. Um, To keep themselves open. So and then the second time, uh, it actually happened soon after when I joined a financial, a large financial services company, uh, also in San Francisco. And that time, um, the the former CEO came back in and did a major reorg of the entire company. Um, it affected every department, and most of my team was laid off. Um, but what was different about this time was I had the experience of the first time. I knew what to expect. But I also walked out with this big severance package. Well, not big, Mm. a severance package big enough to to cover the remaining balance of my graduate school loan. So with that, I was like, go for it. I'm excited. Right. (laughs) Right. And the funny thing is um, my team and I knew this was coming. And so that day when we all were exited out of the company, uh, because that's how it's done here in the U.S. for those listening in other countries where it might not be done in quite that same way. Um, we all went to the movies and snuck in food and beer and that's how we spent the rest of the day. <laughs> so that actually yeah, sounds that was like my second layoff experience. That yeah. actually sounds like something I would want to do anyway. Just... Anna, I did that when energy, we were laid off energy now. <laughs> oh, did you, did you go do that? So I went to the bar. <laughs> yeah. So Ashley and I, so, so you know each other, so you know this new, Ashley and I have known each other for a lot of times, for a lot of years. Ashley actually used to work for me when we worked for an energy and environmental network called Energy Now. And we were all laid off when uh-huh. they took, when they, uh, the money for the show ran out, which yep. happens all the time. And then uh-huh. we were all, I know it was really the first time I'd ever like lost a job like that. We kind of knew it was going to happen. Did you know it was going to happen, Ash? I felt like there were rumblings that it was going to happen, but yeah. I'll never forget when they called us into the meeting and I felt myself like not hyperventilating, but starting to breathe deep. And then yeah. he was like, it's okay. It's going to be Silvio. who was like, it's going to be okay. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. And afterwards I was like, I need to process this. So we went to the bar at union station, Stephanie and I, and just mm-hmm. sat to process that because yeah. what I think, I don't know how you felt Anna, and I'm curious too, for you too, Nui, is like those next three months were just a lot of me questioning my self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, when you don't have a job, it's really scary. And then when you're going on interviews and people aren't hiring you, you question your self-worth. I thought I did at least. No, absolutely. I agree. I, I think I went through that more the first time around yeah. in my first experience. Um, and, and yeah, you definitely do. You wonder what could I have done differently? Did I, what did I not do? Even though yeah. I knew it was a business decision. Yeah. It's still, uh, as I wrote in my article, layoffs are as much as people tell you, don't take it personally. It is very personal. You know, oh, it, it is. is so, um, yeah, you definitely question yourself. And, and even when you feel confident, you're like, I'm going to get this job, the next one. 
you go through the highs and lows, right? Of one minute you're like, I can do this. And the next minute it's like, what, why, why didn't they select me? Why isn't it the next job? So, yeah. But then it really set me up for this, uh, my second layoff. And I knew that, Hey, I found another job. I will find another job. Right. Mm -hmm. The other uh, thing I learned is layoffs are temporary. They might be a long temporary period, but they're temporary. Right. So I went for many, many years uh, building my career after my second layoff doing really well in the energy industry and then moving overseas um, and working for a food and beverage, global food and beverage company where I led um, internal communications uh, overseas in the Asia Pacific region, living in Hong Kong. And then I was relocated to Dubai to lead change management, transformation communications for several years um, and then relocated to Texas uh, where I led a global role from the U.S., and uh, during it's at this next uh, job company where then I was I faced my third layoff, which oh had happened gosh. years later. That's so crazy! Um, Three times I'm still like, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Well, ironically, ironically, I was leading change management communications around restructures for the last six years of my career. Oh wow! So I I actually experienced both sides of the coin, and I can tell you, it, it's not good. It's not something someone wants to do on the other side either. It's not an easy job or, or something anyone wants to do. Yeah. Um, but because of my last two experiences, I also approached my job with a lot of empathy and a fierce commitment to making sure that any employee going through a layoff had the communications and tools they needed to find their next job or to, or to understand why. Why was right. this happening? Sometimes right. people just want to know why and to move forward. That's yeah. it. Yeah, but exactly. this time around, it's different. You know, I was laid off during the pandemic. Um, so yeah. this was last summer. Um, and you never think, oh, my God, this is a pandemic. Right. Lots of people are out of jobs. I'm competing with lots of people. And yes. also, by this time, I was divorced, a single parent with no other source of financial income. So that weight was much heavier on my shoulders this time around because I had two uh, daughters to support as well. What did you do? Like, I'm so curious about this. So like getting divorced, you're a single mom, you lose your job. What did you do to not freak out? Because I feel like I would have freaked out. (laughs) Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I was like, I can do this. I've done this before. But when I told my daughters, you know, one, my oldest one just internalized it. She was quiet and she was internalizing. The younger one started crying and she said, and she said, does this mean we won't have any money? Oh. I mean, as a parent, that just just, mm-hmm. just broke my heart, right? Yeah. And I actually yeah. started crying at that point. But the reality is I didn't have time to freak out. I w- I'm responsible for these children. And I had to put my plan in action and get going, right? right? I didn't have mm-hmm. time to freak out. Um, I also had relied on my network. Um, I have a I'm so fortunate to have a a great family network, a great friends who have been amazing um, and also strangers on LinkedIn uh, and other, uh, you know, just other networks who've been just incredible in support. And how else I didn't freak out is honestly, I had worked so many years with so many hours, you know, with a global career, you work many different hours and weekends and so forth. 
that I binge watched TV. I slept in. Yeah. Okay. So you, okay. I, I took advantage of all of that stuff. Yeah. So you made time finally for yourself because you had it, right? You had the time now. I think that as, as, uh, as workers, as employees, as humans, when we have a job, it certainly defines who we are. At least we think it defines who we are. That, that's, that's the mm-hmm. ego in us talking. But, you know, we also think, oh gosh, I'm working. I, my, 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 that's, this is what I have to do. I have to keep the, you know, the wheels turning and the keep working yeah. and working and working. And it's interesting because when you were laid off this third time, you kind of realized that you don't, I mean, you know, it's okay. I mean, you, you, you took time for yourself. You took time for self-healing and probably just some self-introspect and tried to figure out what it is you really wanted to do. I'll also acknowledge that I'm in a fortunate position that I, I knew that I, I had some savings to fall back on if needed, right? And I fully acknowledge that there are people out there who are not in the same situation right. or are going to be going through this in a very different way than how I have how I had experienced it. Right. So I think that's really important to know as well that every person has their personal story, their personal situation. And we have to understand how important it is to reach out to each other and support each other through this. Especially now is like, I mean, more people now than ever are getting laid off. I actually read a recent report from the labor department that it was this past December that showed that there were 140,000 jobs lost, all of them women, which yeah. is mm-hmm. just goes to show that like yeah. women are, you know, leaving or quitting or, you know, getting laid off because they're needing to care for their families at home. And so I'm just curious, Absolutely. like, what do you say? Like, so for everyone, like as we're in this pandemic, like what, are, what's some more wisdom? I mean, you've given us so much already, but like what wisdom can you offer for folks that are listening and are sitting at home and have gone through this experience that you have but you've obviously gone through it three times so I feel like you have a lot of wisdom wisdom to offer so what would you say to folks at home who are in your in the situation that you've been in I think first and foremost it's important to take care of yourself um to be patient with yourself and know that this process of finding a new job it's like having your own full-time job it's exhausting right Mm -hmm. so you have to take yourself care of yourself mentally physically Um, And it's okay to freak out and break down and have those moments. I think what's important is that you let them happen and you acknowledge them, but you don't wallow in them and Mm -hmm. you move forward. You, Mm -hmm. and you know, you pick yourself up and you keep moving. And what else is important is against rely on your network, reply, whether it's your family, your friends, it's your faith, whatever it is that keeps you going, gets you up out of bed. That's important. Other things I learned along the way, networking is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. And I'm an extrovert. Obviously, it's probably much more easy for me to reach yeah. out and network than it is for others who might be more shy or introverted. But I can't stress enough the importance of networking. Yeah. Right, right. And reaching out to your friends and family, brainstorming with them. That's how I came across my uh, new job is brainstorming with a, a girlfriend of mine. Yep. Uh, but also just reach out to complete strangers, especially during the pandemic, you'll find many people were so helpful, so willing to speak to you, so willing to spend time with you uh, and give you feedback on your resume, give you feedback on, you know, talk to the recruiters you've interviewed with, give you feedback on your interview skills, Uh, take advantage and don't be afraid to ask, ask them, you know, 
please let me know how I may improve or how I can get the next role. Um, that, that's really interesting because when when my husband uh, lost his job, he had no pe- problem reaching out to people he didn't know. I don't know that I would have been so comfortable doing that, even though I am a big extrovert. You, you totally could have done it. Give yourself I, I probably would have. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have. But um, a lot of people don't. And I think that's really important that you said that, like, you know, Micah utilized LinkedIn a lot. Yes. A lot. And it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've even I've even gotten clients that way is reaching out through second and third connections. You know, Absolutely. It, 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 it really does. It, it really does make a difference. Yeah, you, you have know? to take you, you really have to take control of what you can control, as we all know, right? Yeah, but you have to take initiative. Um, I reached out uh, to companies, I got feedback, I got uh, interviews. Um, and, and yeah, you really and you have to refine your pitch, like your 30 second elevator pitch. Yeah. Know who you are, know what you want to say, know why you're reaching out to them. And the more you can, the be- more you can refine that and the, be- the better you are at delivering it, right. it will get you more contacts uh, that much more quickly as yeah. well. That's amazing. That, that, that's so, I'm, I, I'm glad you're saying that because it kind of relates to the work that Anna and I do is that like when the pandemic first started, we we offered this workshop called how to look, sound and feel your best on um, during yeah. a personal yeah. setting. And I think what you're saying is like really know your message and know how to communicate it, which and, and I, I feel like that's more important now than ever, especially when we're in a virtual setting. And as you're going in these job interviews, it's you and the camera. Right. It. it is. It absolutely it. is. And yeah. so like really practicing your message and knowing it, 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 especially going into job interviews is so important. Yeah. And um, Ashley, as you said before, it's like you, you may question yourself, right? How you got here. And I think the thing is know who you yeah. are, know what your strengths are and be confident in delivering that message. Right. Right. Be confident in yep. where you got, how you got to this point. Um, and also I would add, be, keep an open mind there. This was a time for me to reflect and be like, Hey, can I take another route? Can I pivot my career in a different direction? Or um, are there new opportunities I never thought of before? And I even got called on opportunities that I was like, Oh, wow. I never thought of that, you know? So yeah you know, be open to that as well. I think that's a really important point because so many of us, like I said before, we use our jobs to define who we are and what we do. Um, but being open to wanting to take that separate path, that path, you know, that, that Robert mm-hmm. Frost always talked about, um, you know, and finding out what's really out there. And you could really be amazed at who you, who you have become, because, you know, who you are when you come out of college at 22, 24, 20, you know, whatever, is so much different than you are at 36 oh, yeah. or 45 or 51 mm-hmm. or whatever, right? right. You could, you're a completely different person and who you were doesn't have to be who you will be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Huh. So let me ask you something because you were laid off in three different periods of your life. Do you think that, that your life experience and just uh, the age of did that play a role in how you reacted to each of your laid off your your experiences? 
Yeah, I, I don't think it's so much my age as the experience I went through, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I just think each experience made me stronger, taught me something more about myself uh, and prepared me for future ones, which of course I wasn't expecting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, and it, it just made me open and to change and understood that I could be adaptable to new situations yeah. um, more quickly than I thought and, or believed I could be or could do. And yeah, I think it's just based on experiences. Again, it's also your time, the time in your life, right. Of what you're going through at that period, at that moment, like the first two layoffs, I was single. I mean, I had my boyfriend, my uh, ex-husband at the time and so you're, yeah, you're different. You're in a different frame of mind for yeah. sure. And then yeah. this third time when I'm a single parent um, supporting kids, it's definitely different. What do you think your daughters have learned? That's a good thing. You go through this. Yeah. I feel like there, it's a great example of resiliency, but I'm yeah. curious to hear what you say. Well, they learned what TV shows I like to watch. <laughs> <laughs> No, Um, I, you know, they were great. I mean, I think they were nervous, obviously, because this affects them. This also affects them. I, you know, if I had to pick up and move or, or whatever they had to go to. Um, So, but they were great. They're always like, mom, you can, you're so, we're so proud of you. Uh, And we know you can do when they saw me preparing for an interview about to get on a call. They're like, we know you can do this. And it was so great to have that. Right. But I think, what I'm hoping that they'll learn from this is that no matter what comes your way, um, you, we can cope with, with change. We have that ability to cope with change. And when something unexpected happens in our lives or we, we feel like we've fallen down, we can get right back up, you yeah. know, and yeah. we can keep moving forward. And that's yeah. really what I hope that they're learning from this the experience that they've seen me go through. What about you? What have you learned about yourself through these experiences and layoffs? Um, I've had to learn more patience, <laughs> for sure. I'm a very driven person. Um, yes. And I'm also, you know, I, I like to control what I can control. Sure. I like to control what I think I can control, right? Um, so to not to have that lack of control of who decides you get what job next, right? In a way, um, that's difficult. That's really yeah. difficult. So learning to let go and be okay with, hey, you got that call and they said, you went through multiple rounds of interviews, you make it to the final round. And they're like, actually, we went with the other candidate. And that just your your heart falls and you're like, oh, I have to start all over again. Yeah. But then you have to learn to let it go and say, yeah. okay, this just wasn't meant to be the opportunity for me right now and you move forward. And also what I learned more is what I needed for my, to take care of myself, right? It's going to be different for each person, but you have to find what is important to you to keep up, uh, keep your spirits up during this time. Yeah. That's amazing. Nui, this conversation has been like, I'm telling you, like I said, I read your article and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk to her. I have to meet her. Um, And it's everything I thought it would be. So thank you. Right. Yeah. Thank you. It's a message we all need to hear right now. Absolutely. I mean, 
now in our world. And thank you for writing that LinkedIn article and sharing. Yes. I know also how hard it is sometimes to really share yes. like hard parts of your stories. But in, in, in communications, I always say your message, your message, your message, your masterpiece. And so for your vulnerability to share that is helping so many people. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I was hoping is because I know a lot of people are going through this and I just hope they know that you, you, you will move forward. You will. It might take time and you're going to feel down and out sometimes, but you will move forward and, yeah. and you know, to account, count our blessings, right? I mean, especially now during the pandemic, I know I'm fortunate that my kids are healthy. We're, we're doing okay, right? When other families have lost so much more. Right. Um, right. Or families who are struggling because of layoffs. And I, I am, I just wanted to be there for other people in a way, any way that I could, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. to give them some hope that, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So. Well, thank you. I think you did that. And, and I have learned so much and I'm in awe of you because I know what Ash and I went through the first time we had to go through that. And so I can't imagine being resilient like that and strong. I didn't handle it like you, I don't think. I was like, <laughs> screw this. I'm going to start my own thing. <laughs> right. And you think about that too. Honestly, yeah. you think about that too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I will say this. I think it was our layoff that like, if it wasn't, to me, I see the layoff of energy now a gift for uh, Anna and I, because I don't mm-hmm. think we would be where we were like our, honestly, I would have been at energy now the rest of my life because it was my family. It was my, like, yes. I just, I, that was my family. Exactly. You, you still are my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like going to, to, to work. I would say work, but it was more like social hour. Yeah. <laughs> it was what we did. Our lives were wrapped around that, you know, the yeah. 30 of us that were working there, you know, all of us oh. were this like little, yeah, this little band we had, we got married there. We had kids there, yeah, you know, it was, it, it, all of us, you know, grew up. I was one of the elder States people, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, we really grew up there, but I'm just to say that like, if we hadn't had that layoff Anna and I would not have launched our companies, I am certain. Yeah, of it. Absolutely. Exactly. So, and I wouldn't have had all the great experiences that I had right. Um, right. seriously, you know, uh, and I never would have known that I, I can do this. I really can yeah. do this. And I can yeah. still move forward and excel in my career yeah. and, and be recognized for the great work that I'm capable of, right? Absolutely. So. Nui, this has been amazing. Thank it's you. Inspiring. And, and what a message of resilience that I yes. think people need to hear right now. So thank you so much for, for sharing your story with us. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. And good luck in your next endeavor. Woo-hoo! Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Listeners, we'll talk to you again in two weeks. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you soon.